0: names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
1: Jade! Jade! That's the cause of it all.
2: You've got to get a hold of yourself, Mr. Ramey. Your wife's wire said she was in trouble. That's why we brought the bold venture all the way down here to Cortez.
3: Not that we minded. In Nevada, you and your wife were guests at our hotel. You paid in advance, and we enjoyed having you. Maybe if we spoke to Mrs. Ramey. Oh, you people, what do I have
1: to do to make you understand that wire Martha sent? Your bold venture's all secure, Mr. Slade.
2: Thanks, King.
1: Hello, Mr. Ramey. King, make them listen to me. They've got to listen.
3: We're listening. Did you ever see two pair of ears more cocked than ours?
1: No, Miss Sailor. I've sailed the seven seas. Been in climes so strange that your very flesh would chill when I speak of them. And never have I seen <laughs> in my life such...
2: That's king for you. Ask him a simple question, you get a 16-inch performance on a 7-inch screen. Does it calm you, Mr. Ramey?
1: Good. Now tell us what that wire was all about. All right. Yes. Martha's in trouble. Go on. You know how much she likes Jade. Martha's crazy about it. Oh, Martha, Martha. Well, what <laughs> happened to her? Gone. Martha's gone, disappeared. Help me find her. Find Martha for me. You didn't caught this, Mr. Slate. It's easy for the earth to swallow up, whoever. This man, I believe.
2: So do I. Don't worry about a thing, Mr. Ramey. We'll find her for you. <laughs>
4: Taste of your mouth on my lips is bitter, Mialma.
1: Forgive me, Ima. Forgive me. He'll find her. Shannon will find her. Then he'll know we've murdered her. I, I played it all wrong. I should have sent him away. I should have said Martha was all right. Did...
4: That would have been the way of a blind child, Mialma. No. It will be with this Shannon, as I told you. His dust will lie with the dust of the dead woman.
1: What makes you so sure, Emma? Tell me, tell me.
4: While you talk with Shannon and those with him, I arrange with the clerk at the Hotel Cortez. Arranged what? That the wife, Martha, was never with you at the hotel. That you were alone. Oh. This the clerk will say to anyone who asks.
1: And that will rid us of Shannon?
4: From the hotel he will search in other places for the dead woman. We will see that he takes a path that leads to Progreso in Yucatan. And from there to the west, into a wilderness, into a desolation, into a place, we know.
1: But he'll find Martha.
4: Let Shannon's dead try to lift her, to bring her to us. You see me, Alma, how it can be...
5: I tell you, senor, I tell you again and again and again, I repeat myself. No such woman has registered at my hotel.
2: Mr. Ramey said he registered here with his wife.
5: Half of what Mr. Remy has informed is the truth. And being half
3: of the truth, the other half is a lie. Only Mr. Ramey hired a room, not so for his wife. All you have to do to convince us is show us your books, Chico. Why are you being so
5: cagey
2: about that?
3: K.G. is my business.
2: That is... You're going out of business, amigo. Bring out the register.
5: I cannot. Please, senor, do not remove the arm from the socket. I will show
3: you oh, the arm. The register, Chico. And I'll make the pain go away.
5: You will do that? Oh, when? However, there is no register. The guest register upon a card, not upon a book. Here, yes, senor. The card's from last week. Thanks. Now,
2: uh, let's see,
3: Cordoba.
5: No, senorita, uh, por um, favor, Smith. do the arm. Rubber
3: dub? Rubber dub it is. You like it? You know. Sure you do.
2: Ah, here it is, sailor. Mr. Ramey's card. Doesn't say anything about Mrs. Ramey. Card says he registered by himself.
3: Let's see. That's what it says. Uh, Chico, you didn't destroy the original card and forge this one, did you? This I did not
2: do! No! Forever, no! There's here a two-bedroom suite. That's for two people, Chico.
5: I will lead the way and show you why. Come with me. You will see why I have given Senor Remy a two-bedroom suite where there is only one. To all questions, there are answers. Here is the suite. Regard! Here is the bedroom, one. Lavender satin bedspread and a hot plate to make the hot water and regard the next bedroom regard
2: ah torn apart not even any plaster on the wall empty
5: because it has never been used because my hotel is still being built beat me señor both arms from the sockets i have told
3: you the truth <laughs> I'm up to here with jade shops. There must be other places Mrs. Ramey found amusement. Like what? Like somewhere if you turn on the shower, cool water comes out. Like somewhere a girl could lie down and take off her shoes and wave her tootsies in a cool breeze. That is, if she could find one in this glass jar called Cortez.
2: (laughs) Other girls live for jade. You want only cool tootsies. In here, sailor, the last shop. Swear it. On your hot feet. Come on.
1: <laughs> so, you have a scratch in the dark corners of the world, and finally you have come to Pedro, the jade seller to end all jade sellers. Swear it. When you die, senorita, you can tell your mourners you have tasted of the jade of Pedro. Hey, what's with you, Pedro? You've been taking morbid pills? You want jade? Or you have come to me to make of me an analysis.
3: Let me feel your head bumps, kid.
1: See, yeah. Sailor here sees
2: all knows all, except what's happened to Martha Ramey. You got a head bump for that, Pedro?
1: That uh, Mrs. Ramey? Something has happened to her?
2: We don't know. All we know is that she's disappeared.
1: Ah, no. Disappeared. Oh. And she was my favorite looker. The time she has bruised in my shop. Bruised? You know, senorita, look around. Bruce, try to buy a piece, I would not sell her. This one in the case, for example, the white jade of a plumed serpent. It is the fruit of Mayan hands in the desert waste of Yucatan. How passionate it is. Look, sigh, desire over it.
2: But no sale. (laughs) And if a girl wanted a piece like that, she might
1: go to Progreso to pick the Mayan fruit. Look on me. I am not a girl. And I would. I did. I took the plane of Senor Kip, and I flew... The plane the... of Senor Kip? Who? Where? In the strip of weed at the edge of the city. The transport to Progreso is such that one must beg of Senor Kip a wing, a
2: Your plane? You want to
5: go someplace, Jack?
2: Nice plane. always liked an AT 17. That's great, Jack. Hi, baby. Hello. We're trying to find out about a Mrs.
3: Martha Ramey.
2: A Mrs.? Not usually, but what about her? Did you fly her over to Progresso?
3: Me? Did I do that? You. Did you do that?
2: You're on Jack's side,
3: huh? No, I lean toward you a little. What about Mrs. Ramey? Guess. Make a puzzle out of it. Bite your lip and wonder. Good day. Tell Jack likewise. Tough about us, baby. Now what? Looks like Kip Boy never heard of her.
2: He's heard. He read a textbook once how sky tramps are supposed to act. Gaunt and tight-lipped with a shrug of the broad shoulders. If he hadn't heard the name of Ramey, he'd have just shaken his head without making a production out of it. Uh, I read the same book.
3: You think Martha Ramey went to Yucatan?
2: Well, I Maybe mean, I, I don't know. It looks like...
1: Mr. Shannon! Mr. Bell! Hey,
3: what's Ramey
2: doing here? Let's wait and find out, huh? Following us, maybe. Uh,
1: I I didn't expect to find you two here. If you were following us, you would have. Oh, no, I I wasn't doing that. I had a hunch. An idea.
3: That your wife had gone to Progresso.
1: That's right. For Maya and Jade. I thought maybe that pilot... Well, he's almost the only regular transportation across the straits. Says he never heard of your wife. Oh. Well... Well, maybe she went another way. You're going to help me, aren't you? You're going to find Martha.
3: How far to progress, Slate?
2: A hundred miles across to Yucatan, then around the coast. Well, what do you say we wait till morning, huh?
3: It was nice of Ramey to get us a couple of cabanas right on the beach.
2: Yeah, it was real sweet, real thoughtful. Now, oh, look, Slate,
3: don't look a Gift Cabana in the keyhole. He might have arranged for us to stay at that hotel with the hot plates and no plaster.
2: I told you, I'm grateful. What do you want me to do? Run back and kiss Ramey's hand?
3: It bothers you about his wife, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it bothers me. Now, there's your cabana, sailor. Get some sleep. That trip across the Straits to Progresso is tough.
3: Good night, Slate.
2: Is it? Tell me about it in the morning, sailor. Well, what do you know? Sailor! Come here!
3: What is it, Slate? What's the matter? Lose your key?
2: Now, look. Look what's nailed to my door.
3: Why, it's a wreath.
2: A funeral wreath. Yeah, and look at this little card, all edged in black that was pinned to it. Go on, read it.
3: Do not go to Progresso, Shannon. A grave
2: waits for you there.
3: we still going, Slate?
2: What else? I want to see what they've written on my tombstone. <laughs> Good night, sailor.
0: Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall and the second act of our story.
2: Okay, sailor, kill your motor. Now slide her in easy. Easy as
1: she goes.
3: Easy enough for you?
2: Peachy, make it secure, King, and wait for us. If you
1: will have need of me, you have but to shout
2: my name. Don't worry, we will.
3: Mm. So this is progresso, huh? What's so progresso about it? All I see are street beggars and dusty kids selling the jade of their sisters.
2: I sell water here, too, sailor.
3: Water? No, kidding. Ah, oh,
2: prove it to you. In that store across the street, the general store.
3: They saw water, huh? What do you get for a chaser? Air to breathe?
2: On <laughs> the house. You see that water barrel in the corner, sailor? The people lined up with old gasoline tins in one hand and ten centavos in the other, like the sign tells them to do.
4: You wish you drink a water, senor? I will treat you. Ima will treat you.
3: Golly, day. What a glamorous and exotic chamber of commerce. Where did you get those divine jade earrings?
4: The earrings. They they are the gift of a tourist, of a uh, man
3: who... They're the ones Mrs. Ramy wore in our hotel one night, Slate. She let me put them on. A girl never forgets little favors like that.
2: Yeah. Ever heard of a Mrs. Ramy, Ema? A lady who had the same taste in jade, you have...
4: See, si, I have heard of her. She's the woman who went to the Mayan village of Choltepec, alone, in search of Mayan jade. We talk of it often here in Progreso.
2: This village, this uh, this Mayan borough. Which way?
4: See si the main street, Señor. Follow it to the west. If you lose your way, ask directions of a vulture. <laughs> Max, come in quickly. You came quickly to Progresso.
1: The boy with the aeroplane, Emma, the same one who brought Martha and me here. On the way over, he told me he had a conversation with Shannon. And? I gave him some money. Did Shannon show up yet? See, si. he is a fool who
4: sniffs at his own dying and grins. Shannon and the señorita, they have left Progresso.
1: You sent them to the village.
4: As we agreed. It will not be long, Max. You will see.
1: Whatever you say.
4: Here. Take the moccasins.
1: Yes. Yes, it'll work, Emma. It'll work.
4: <laughs> A little boy, Max. You are that. A child who opens his hand to release the wings of death. Love me, Max. <laughs>
2: How are you doing, sailor? Tired? Want to rest?
3: What would I rest on? Cactus bush?
2: Don't let the heat get you down, sailor.
3: Which reminds me I'm thirsty again.
2: Take it easy on the water. There's not much left.
3: Here's ten centavos. Now can I have a drink of water?
2: (laughs) No, I didn't mean that, sailor. All I meant was... Here, drink all you want.
3: I'm sorry, Slater. I don't really need it. It's just that a girl like me isn't cut out for safaris. I'm more a home-type girl. Give me a pair of mucklucks and a pipe with a man on the end of it, and I'm...
2: I'm... You
3: forgot to put the cat out, Slate.
2: It's a jaguar. There, in those rocks. Freeze.
3: He sees us. Don't miss, Slate. How close are you going to let him come?
1: Come.
2: Right between the eyes. It's not bad for a man who has to sight over a goose pimple, huh, sailor?
3: I'll pin a sharpshooter's badge on you when we get to the village. Let's get out of here.
2: Yeah. Stick close to me, sailor. I'll need you to make me a brave fella. deserted. Not even a howling dog to give you the key to the city.
3: We've knocked on every hut, Slate. Maybe that's what Mrs. Ramey did, too. Found the place empty, tried to get back home and never... What's that on the ground, Slate?
2: Footprints. A woman's moccasins. Prints look fresh, too. Look what I got, Mom. A regular buffalo bill. Let's follow them, sailor. Come on. Hey, what do you know? A cave. I go right into this cave. Hey, run, sailor. Into the cave. Run. What
3: happened, Slate? All of a sudden, we're staring at a stone wall where a light used to be.
2: It's a landslide, sailor. Seal the opening. Care for the two-bit tour through the caverns of Chiltepec? Follow me, madame.
3: Slate, you want to know something?
2: I'm scared too, sailor Sailor, watch it He almost went into that pit
3: Slate, hold me, hold me
2: You all right? Sure you are what are you shivering for? What's to worry about? A small hole in the ground. So you'd have fallen, so you'd have skinned a knee. Look, I'll drop a rock over. I'll show you. It isn't very deep. Watch. Go ahead. Shiver a little more. I'm okay. Now take it easy around this pit here. Hunch against the wall. Hey. Now you're all right. I am? I don't worry about it. Tom Sawyer got lost in a cave and he got out of it.
3: Tom Sawyer had Mark Twain. Slade, are you with me?
2: Around the bend, sailor.
3: Oh, don't do that again. It's an underground river.
2: That's right. And look, just ahead, sunlight. Let's go get a tan. Now, take it easy. This shelf of rock gets too narrow to walk on here. Hold my gun. Don't be crazy, slave. We want to get out of here, don't we? Take the gun. Come on in, sailor. The water's fine. Shallow, too.
3: Okay. I could
2: drink this river alive. Just be careful. The underfootings are pretty slippery. Ah, I never saw that sun looking prettier. Now watch it. This river goes underground here. You hold on to that rock. I'll climb up and give you a hand. Okay, sailor. Ah, how does it feel to be outside, kid? Sailor, I'm talking to you.
3: Look, over there. Flung against that boulder.
2: Mrs. Ramey, dead. She's been... (coughs) Duck, sailor! (coughs) Just hug the ground. Give me that gun. You see anybody? Yeah. Yeah, behind that rise. Don't look, sailor, just take my word for it. Hi, Max. Hot, isn't it? Yeah, Max wants to play. You get him? He's running to those rocks. Ah, I think I got his canteen, sailor. Now he's in the same shape we are.
3: There's enough water down there to float a battleship.
2: That's right. Now it's only a question of who's going to be alive to drink it. <laughs> How do you like the nights in Yucatan, sailor?
3: This hot wind, the howl of that animal. Man over there with a gun, no water. And you know what? What? I got a book back home that's overdue at the library.
2: (laughs) How many cartridges do we have left?
3: There's one in the chamber of the carbine. The rest got fouled wading that river.
2: I'm sorry I ever got you into this, sailor.
3: Don't think about it. I'm in this with you. I wouldn't want it any other way. Sailor, I know what's on your mind. You're going to make a run for it to that water. That's right. I can't stop you, can I?
2: That's right. We're not going to die like this. Maybe Max and his gun are asleep. I'll be back. (sighs) They weren't sleeping. sailor wake up wake up Mm -hmm. the sun's up now it's my turn to sleep
3: all right here's the rock i slept on it's nice and warm
2: thanks hey hey do you see what i see
3: Mm. it's either a mirage or max is waving a white handkerchief on the end of his gun don't trust him slate
2: i don't but if he wants a truce, let's see what he's got in his mind throw away your gun max
1: You too, Shannon. Then we'll have us a drink of water. A truce? Sure. I trust you, Shannon. Just you. You can take water back to the girl.
2: Okay. Take the gun, sailor.
0: Hi, Shannon. Good and thirsty, eh?
2: Yeah, that water looks good.
1: Have some. Ah, after you. Thanks. Thanks. Ah, it's cool, Shannon. Go
2: ahead, take some. This whole thing was a plant to get us here, wasn't it, Max? Have some water. Killed your wife, got us here, set that slide. That's right, have some water, drink.
1: All right. Ah, you're not going to louse it for me. I didn't think of a knife. You should have. I'll kill you. Now, Shannon, this knife against your
0: throat your head in the water and
3: you'll I guess I'm just lucky slate one shot left I'm not a very good shot you know
2: how good do you have to be come on you probably need a drink of water Eight. Yeah? Hey, what's that?
3: Some girls wear mink, some wear sable, I wear jaguar.
2: Oh, that's why you had me skin it and bring it home.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You mean you're going to go out like that? In jeans and a plaid shirt and a jaguar stole?
3: I'll be the rage of the Prado, and that's the most exclusive boulevard in Havana.
2: Is it warm?
3: I never heard a jaguar complain of the cold, did you?
2: <laughs> Come here. Is that warm?
3: You're better than a fur piece any old day.
2: Throw me over your shoulders, sailor. We'll kill him on the Prado.
0: And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Pumphrey Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. To Havana City, the pleasure dome Come fellas with wives so far from home The tender
1: all all weary, dearie and we've been camped oh,
0: Shannon oceans place places a sight to see, bamboo shades or plastic upholstery, and balconies to get close to the moon and to shovel in the food a silver spoon. <laughs> oh man, oh man,
2: what you folks got here is a pot of honey, wild, wild honey. That's how we impress you, huh, Mr. Brennan? You especially, Queenie. You don't mind if I call your private part of Honey Queenie, do you, Mr. Now, uh, there's a question that's never been asked of me before. Answer the southern gentleman, Slate. He asks, do you mind if he calls me a pot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mind. Next question. You just want an unbroken arm, Slate. Oh, good. Now, that is Good. I wanted to feel out the kind of a man you are before I talk business with. Now that you've felt slayed out, what kind of a man is he? A gentleman protects his woman's honor. A man can do business with a man like that. Now, now for three hundred Yankee dollars, all you got to do is a fine gent like you spoils a grape of a seersucker with three hundred dollars when the occasion demands it, lady. Uh, for the aforesaid money, all you got to do is to take your little old boat and pick up my client off of the freighter around 4 p.m. S.S. Paloma, 14 hours out of mine, sailing the Caribbean Sea. And payment in advance. Do it like you said, Dixie. In advance. Three spanking new hundred-dollar pretty. You cotton for the deal? Yeah, yeah, we cotton. What do we ask for? You ask me a question I can't answer and it don't bother me. For 300, it don't have to bother you neither. Give him back the money, Slade. Now wait just a minute. This client made contact with me through a native, paid a fee, asked me no questions and told me no lies. All the gentleman wants, I told him, is to get off of the phrase. He's sick of the smell of it in the face. Shall we give him back the money, Slade? Sure. Your head gone to fight. Where else could we pick up three C-notes with so little pain? You said it, Mr. Shannon. No pain. Hardly no pain at all. I couldn't get you to roll this tub, could I, Stella? big man from the south like you asking a lady to do a thing like that? What's the matter,
3: Dixie? Don't you like to take me rolling in the park?
2: Love it good. What's your mind to it, Stella. Forget about this Louis Gaspar. Forget it? Man like that? Woman like me? You're a baby boy when you talk like that, Dixie. Guy's deported from the state. Guy's been shipped to Argentina. Guy like that, what's he going to get a slot machine comes up three lemmers every time. What's Argentina got for you? You know Louis's not going to Argentina. Havana's as far as he goes. Havana and me. Louis, me, Havana. Oh, and that's what I arranged at Shannon's Place tonight, huh? Dear boy. Dear, dear boy. You think it's going to work? louis did you a hundred to one. Oh. And if Louis would, I would. Once more around the lake, dear boy. Well. There she is, sailor, the SS Paloma. Hey, Paloma means dove, doesn't it? So? So that SS is the dirtiest dove I ever saw. Let's not go near it. It's liable to rub off on the bold venture. For $300, we'd go over to the bold venture with burnt cork. Cut your motor, sailor. Thanks.
0: Aloma, ahoy! Ahoy!
2: Our boat bold
0: venture
2: to pick up passengers. Me too. I'll throw you in line. Got it. Here's the rope. Tie it up, sailor. No thank you, Slatey, or many manager. I don't mention it. Oh, uh, hold there, mister. See you, Sailor, You stay here. Are uh, you the skipper? Captain Lane. I'm Slate Shannon. Where's my passenger? He'll be along. Who is he? I said he'd be along, mister. Yeah. Yeah, you did, didn't you? How come he's not ready? Didn't he know about this transfer? He knew. Come on. Maybe he needs a hand with his gear. Right. I want to get back to Havana before dark. Little trouble with my running lights. Don't worry about it. This is the cabin. You ready, Mister Gaspar? This is the man. Name's Slate Shannon, and this is. Don't bother with the rest of it. This guy is Louis Gaspar. I scan the papers from time to time. Gambler, huh? Just got yourself tossed out of the states, huh? <laughs> All eighth, senor, and territorial possession overseas one. I've been lousy shaking your hand, Louis. Get yourself another boat, not mine. This heart of mine bleeds for that pet of yours, Signor. And... Captain. Yeah. Captain. Uh, right. uh. Gracias, Captain. I do things like that for money. No thanks necessary. Let's take a look at the guy. Yeah. Shannon's loaded with identification. You don't need it. See. Yeah. What about the girl on the boat? You ask me a question about a girl? <laughs> what about her? Senor, senor, with girls there is charm. I will take care of her nicely. And she will respond. A uh, small wager, Captain? Uh-uh. Not with you. No wager. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, do with this, senor shaman, Captain. I will do with the lucky senorita. Adios. yours.
3: This is Havana, Mr. Gaspar.
2: Fine food, good accommodations, an exceptional mortuary facility. May I suggest you avail yourself of all of them? And the suggestion for you, Hermosa. Try up this board of yours. Here, here is the roll.
3: Bend down, Mr. Gaspar, and I'll tie
2: an ascot on your neck. The boat, tie it. Aye, aye, Rat. Now what? Off the boat, quickly. Look, why don't you stop shoving that gun in my back? How am I going to explain a red circle on my skin to my maid? Cut it out, will you? Wait. I said wait. Hey, look what's coming. Go after her, Louis. Go ahead. I'll bet you'll drop a handkerchief and you can pick it up and be mischievous and everything.
0: Louis!
2: Louis, is that you? I say, Stella. Mi alma, Stella. Everything all right, Doc? Who's she? There she was with the man, Shannon. I don't know who you are, lady, but why don't you tell this guy what the barrel of a gun does to a girl's complexion? Make him stop and we'll be girlfriends. There. How's that for something jolly for us to be? Well, Shannon, huh? Well, I've heard about her, Louis. Helped him run a hotel called Shannon's place. It's telling. Yes. Yeah. Until we hear that her senor Shannon is taken care of, be the senorita's girlfriend. Eh?
0: If she tries to move from your sight,
2: side... <laughs> well, senorita, Duval, uh, do not make us make you bloody. <laughs>
0: boy. Uh, Wake
2: up, Shannon. Uh, well, let me alone. Let me sleep, if that's what I've been doing. On your feet, bully boy. On your feet. I'll wait till the hurt in my head lifts, Buster, I'll... I'll lift it for you, mister. Hey, what? You asked me for something, mister. I gave it to you. Uh, it's still on the Paloma, huh? You remember the smell, bully boy. You tasted the blood on your lips. That'd make it? The Paloma. What'd you do with Sailor, Mr. Val, the girl I left in my boat? I'll tell you what I did. I didn't take a bet with Gaspar that he could charm her like a bird off a tree. I didn't take it because it'd lose. I'd lose. I get sick when I lose. And that's what I did with your Miss Duval. Welcome aboard the Dove, Mr. <laughs> tired of people like me, Captain, in Santa Domingo? Wherever the mood strikes me, bully boy, just walk easy and soft on the gangway. That way my will be spared scrubbing off your bloodstains. Off the ship's gangway, onto the dock. Just for the record, my identification papers, the ones you and Gaspar rolled me for, where are they? You want an identity, mister? Well, I'll give you one. Me and the plainclothesman waiting for you there. The one with the ivory toothpick hanging from his waistcoat. The one who just put it to his teeth picks a nice gold tooth, doesn't he? Oh, you'll love many things about him. Carvalho, he's yours. Five million well, dollars, you're talking to me. Never have I taken from the hands of a man such as you such an illustrious criminal. You will be revolted by our treatment of you, Senor Luis Caspa. If you didn't have that toothpick in your mouth, I'd swear you were talking to me. He makes funny. Now, uh, Captain, he makes quips, this Louis Capa, whom no one wants. Grab his papers. Hey, what is this? Right here, right here. I'm sorry I have to trouble you with the scum, Carbata, but home office wired us to change the roof. Look, slob, I'm not Gasper. I'm Slate Shannon, your bully boy. Here, Shanghai'd me, stripped my identification, planted Gasper's on me. Look at me. Do I look like Gasper? I have never seen him. And in a little while, I hope to never see you again. Your wrist, Louis Casper, so I can embrace them with these tender handcuffs. Yeah. My wrist. Take your teeth on this one, Slime. Hey,
0: hey, he's getting away from me, Caballo.
2: I do not let the dog run without hurt. Also!
0: Also, I shoot!
2: Thank you for letting me shoot you, Louis Casper. <laughs> You hit him, bully boy. You hit him. He's running into the sea. He's going to run off the dock into the sea. Vango, Mingo, come.
0: I'm going off for him. Oh, don't be a swab, bully boy. Look at the blood he left on your horse dock. He's bleeding heavy. He won't have the strength. Let him die. Save the town the expense. Let him die. You think? I think. The man's dead. Why dampen your britches for a dead man? <laughs>
2: And you at all, Lady Taylor. King, what's not to understand? I'm telling you to take the evening off. See, see, take off the evening. Get the breezes. Inhale, exhale, fill the lungs. Take the night off, King Moses. Very good, Lady Taylor. Eh, bueno, bueno. Now we will be comfortable, Miss eh, O'Reilly. let You don't sound so happy about it. Stella, oh, me, I'm... Um... Ah, Stella, me, I'm only back. Why don't you look at me the way you look at her? You both wear size twelve. <laughs> A little way, just tell her that you are size 14. I'll get it. Hello? Hey, give that to me. Hello? See. Si. si, this is Oh? See, si, I got it. Hey. Thank you, Captain. Stella? Yes? Captain Lane on the phone from Ciudad to instead of the Domingo. A man named Louis Gaspar was shot to death trying to escape authorities. Which means that Slade Shannon is a dead man. Adios, Mr. One, There is no longer need of you. <laughs> Touch me, I I could spoil your pretty dress. Oh, my husband will find me, another Inga, go. I help you. Uh, uh. Ah, that chair looks restful. I've ah, had dreams about soft chairs like that. No, my husband's chair. You will not sit upon it. You will lie on the floor where I can see no possible, you. I've <laughs> ah, had dreams uh. about hard floors, too.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Just like in the dream. Where's your husband? Let me talk to him. I'll explain how all I want from you is a trip to Havana. The husband is away. He will be gone for many months. Too bad. What am I saying? Shannon, you're delirious. Shannon? You call yourself Shannon? But you are Luis Gaspard, the criminal revert. The authorities have told us to bolt and lock our doors against you. You are they Daisy. Uh, just get me to Havana. Mm, there is great reward for Luisa. I'll give you more in Havana. I'll get my friends to pass the tambourine out. I'll. Oh, uh, I wash you, wash your face, you will be mm. sexy, Chico Melindo. Everything.
0: Senorita Duval, it tickles me how you come to my office to make the whole ha ponies with me. He's much better than a feather under my
2: nose when I sleep in a hammock. You got cops to tell to that kind of duty, LaSalle? I
3: tell you it was Slate who was killed. Gaspar is in Havana, and I want him dead. You could arrange that for me, couldn't you, LaSalle?
2: On the word of the Santo Domingo police, Louis Gaspar the gambler was shot and drowned and Ciudad that I've
3: never begged, LaSalle. They planned it that way. Kidnapped Slate. Made them think Slate was Gaspar. Got him killed. And Gaspar is walking the streets in Havana.
2: There is a thing in law, senorita. You cannot bring charges of murder
0: when there is no dead body in evidence.
2: Translation?
0: Translation. Bring me the body of Shannon, and I will search for the man Gaspar. Even though
2: Gaspar is already dead.
3: I'll bring you a body, LaSalle. It might even be yours. King, King, play something happy,
1: will you? I said cut it out. I don't
3: want to hear music like that. If you say it, I do not hear it. This of Mr. Slate... King, what do you think? He did. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: I know. You know. Friends die, Lady Taylor. Friends, dreams, sweethearts, these dream, die. This I cannot change, nor you.
3: I don't know. Feeling, I guess. Late, dead.
2: How am I supposed to believe that? And convince myself of it? How?
0: What will you do, lady sailor, if Mr. Slade don't come back?
2: Do? I don't know. Mr. Oh, Slade? Oh, please. oh. will Please. Please, girl. Come back sometime. A man who called himself Slade Shannon on my husband's fishing boat. If I need the I should go. But he his way down. Uh. Are you? Stop making so much noise, Sailor. I'm
3: sick. Hi, Sailor. I said hi. Yeah, you're sick all right. What are you doing sitting there with a flower behind your ear? <laughs> now,
2: that girl insisted. that it would ward off evil spirits. Uh, I'm hurt. I was shot through the shoulder. Slade, I was worried. I was so worried. They said you were you were. I'll cut it out, will you? Leave me alone. I'll just cut it out. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping you'd act foolish like this. I don't feel this way at all. It's just a big act. No, nah, you're doing fine, just fine. <laughs> I promised LaSalle I'd deliver him a body. Wait till he sees it's yours. So LaSalle uh, didn't believe you, huh? He thought it was really Louis Gasper who was shot in San Domingo. is I. Slate, that's Stella. Oh, hi, Stella. I've got one arm and a sling. Maybe you ought to try for a guy with two. You're Flake Shannon, aren't you? Stella, why don't you go tell Inspector LaSalle the happy news? He'll deliver a body tomorrow.
3: Powder head. This is the woman who is with Louis Gaspar. That's right, honey. Gaspar wants you, Shannon.
2: Oh, and I want him. Get in. After me, (laughs) Slater. First of all, Senor Shannon, several things. Welcome to my apartment, and my congratulations for being alive. Makes you happy, huh? Makes you want to slap me on the back. I want to give you several things, Louis. I accept your congratulations, and what makes you think I won't turn you over to the cops?
3: If you think he talks brave now, Louie, you ought to see him when his arm's not in a sling. I've been standing here picturing it. I can arrange a broken arm for you, Stella, and you and Slate will be evenly matched.
2: <laughs> what would you wager that he could do, Stella? with her muscles. Cut it out, sailor. Why should we let Louie win a bet? Did you hear what she said about me? She said I had nothing. Now, oh, what does she know? Louie, how do we go to the cops in Stella's car or a taxi? A hey, senor, a taxi would be magnifico. Uh, here is fair. $10,000. Counted. $10,000. You're buying me, Louie? late. What? $10,000. Uh-huh. Well, so, uh, Understand, it's not a matter of buying. It's just uh, my token of appreciation for Senor Slate uh, getting me declared dead. Well, ten grand takes care of sailors worrying about me, but how about that slug through my shoulder? <laughs> oh, this, yeah, of course. <laughs> this I forgot. Uh, five more. Which includes your keeping Mum with the police. Mum's my word. What's your word, Slate? Here's your money, Louis. Let's get to the cops. Disappointed? You are a fool.
1: Here, take this gun.
2: Gracias. Use it. Uh, I admire you, Slate. I would hate to kill you like this.
3: Then why aggravate yourself?
2: Uh, Slate, tell me, are you a gambling man? Sometimes. With a dice? Uh huh. I've seen it done. Bueno, like this: <laughs> these dice. We will roll for a high number, eh? What's the stakes? If you lose, you will walk out of here free with the money, but with your word that you will not go to the police. If those dice aren't loaded, I'm liable to win, Louis. If you win, Senor, you die. Thus, preserving your integrity as a workkeeper. As I've heard it said, Louis, roll them. <laughs> <laughs> the 12, you can't be Dutch, and you can only make a tie. Give them to me. Perhaps you will be fortunate, Shannon. One of the dice turns up a six, while the other's just thing. Yeah, look at it. Yeah. Yeah, keep your eye right on it, Yeah. <laughs> stupid one arm in a sling. You're stupid. Yeah, real stupid. Stella, pick up the gun. you. How's your chance, Taylor? Gee, thanks. Hi, fella. I just mind, Sade. How are you coming with yours? Coming up. <sighs> You all right, sailor? Uh huh. I told you I have a right cross. Now I believe myself. <laughs> what I tell you about your muscles? Call the cops, sailor, then we can go home. <laughs> Like it? A rope. What did you buy me a rope for? Oh, it's a special kind of rope. I are not supposed to throw
3: it up in the air, huh? It stays there. Then you climb up and disappear. No,
2: it's a skipping rope. You'll need it for the training. Training? Training for what? Oh, with a right cross like yours, you're a natural for the golden gloves. Who has to train? I can spot you 50 pounds and score a TKO. Show me. Put up your dukes, killer. Uh huh. Round one. Foggy. Round two. You quit? You kidding? I'm a slow starter, sailor. Watch yourself from round 11 on.
0: And so, our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Old Venture.